Hello Which and one? welcome to. Oh, for fuck's sake, Joe! <laughs> Wait, it's a slight question. Are we slight doing question. stage names? No, 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 just use your phone. Nah. Right, cool. You have a right. stage name, Kate? Yeah. What is it? Lady Viking, or Little Rusky, depending on the flow. <laughs> Fucking Little Rusky, Pity! Go back to fucking Russia! <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> now turn that off. Okay, hello and welcome to the second episode of the Presumptive Diversion Podcast. I'm Alistair, your host, and today I'm joined by Kate. Hi. Ryan. Hello. And Joe. Good evening. <laughs> if it is evening when you, when you are listening to this, or it might not morning, be. Or morning, afternoon, afternoon, or whenever. Time of day. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a busy few weeks. Uh, does anybody want to start with anything in particular? Battlefield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Battlefield. Jumping straight into it. Which one? One. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 1942. Let's do that one. It's better anyway. Yeah. Uh, Which one of that? <laughs> I really do want to fire. I, I want like whoever comes up with the names EA to get fired. Why? Because it's, I mean, it's an atrocious name. What do you think? It's Yeah, it does. It fits. No, it doesn't. Nah. It's, 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 it doesn't fit, Joe. It's World War One. It's not Battlefield. It's not the first Battlefield game. No. Though, is it? Oh, come on, Joe. You see what they're getting at? Like if they just put Battlefield nineteen like sixteen or nineteen eighteen or whatever. Yeah, that's that a mouthful though. That's what nineteen forty two was in twenty one forty seven. Forty two. Twenty one forty two. Was it forty two? Yeah. Like so, it, it would have been more in fitting with the series as it currently is. But it's not a series, though. Also, well, it's like... Battlefield is a series of games. No. So it would be more fitting <laughs> if it was. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh... Nah. Uh... Anyway, the game itself has actually been getting quite good reviews. Too much yeah. to our surprise. Since well, the alpha was shit. Yeah, since yeah. we oh, hate, yeah. we all hated the, and the, yeah, the alpha, alpha and the beta. weren't great, but seeing the reviews since it's come out, it does actually look like it's been pretty good. There's a lot of good things being said about the campaign. It's not amazing, it's not groundbreaking, but it's not bad. It's a battlefield campaign. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing that you've got to set, kind of thing. You, even if it's a shit story and it's pretty crap and it falls apart, at least it actually is enjoyable to play as a battlefield campaign. Yeah, exactly. But and we, still... we, haven't, we haven't played like a classic... Um... 20th century shooter campaign in ages. Oh no, it's been. Actually, I don't. When was the last one? Last big one was probably World of War. Yeah, which was. I, I don't even remember when that was released. Well, actually, no, it's, it's quite a while ago. The, the last like great military shooter campaign was Bad Company 2. Yeah. 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 A great campaign. And the, it, even though this one isn't quite as focused on personality, it, it, by the sounds of it, it does try. Unfortunately, none of us have actually played it. We've all I have, read other reviews. I've watched a full. I've watched everything, so I yeah. pretty much. Know. And the one thing I do like is that even though do you know how Battlefield One is very unrealistic, mm. they try and link it slightly with realism. Like, um, do you know, there's the mission with the tank, and you've got to get the tank all the way through. Basically, you got got to get this tank through the uh, german lines and stuff mm. like that and it's that but then at the end of every one of the campaigns because uh, they're like different campaigns different, all over the world different, character, yeah. different characters yeah different characters all over the world there's one with um i can't remember so, something of arabia and i can't remember was it arabia i can't remember 
but, um, Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah, yeah Lawrence of Arabia. Arabia. But the, every time it ends at the end of the campaign, they always actually have facts up on the screen saying, like, how, like with the tank coin, it was how many tanks were made and launched before that actual day. And it was during on that end of the, the end of that launch of tanks, the war ended and all stuff, stuff like that. So they have actually some legitimate facts in there. So Yeah, it's so quite... it, it, is, it is trying to offset. Because it, obviously it's a video game, it's going to be unrealistic because it's got to be fun. Um, <laughs> your character is going to overcome enormous odds. Yeah. 90% of the time on the front line you just died. You yeah. didn't even make it four feet. No. So the, the fact that your character survives for more than ten minutes is immediately unrealistic. But that wouldn't be fun, you'd get bored. So you've got to off. So it's nice that they're trying to offset it, putting these facts in and going, actually look, this was a fucking horrific conflict. Yeah. Um, rather than trying to jazz it up a bit too much. Yeah, Fun it's, fact, it's, it's, it's World at War like, was 2008. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. In terms of the campaign, like I think, especially with the visual direction DICE has been getting going since they launched FOSS Flight 3, this mm. is like the time where they want like the prop- they want to elicit like proper emotion from audiences and from the characters and be going like a more real story route instead of very corny but absolutely hilariously endearing story yeah. that Bad Company and Bad Company 2 had. Yeah, that was the like thing. And like Frostbite now has actually come a long way. It's actually got to a point where it is oh, yeah. properly, like optimized, pro- yeah. properly optimized. It works. I, I remember when BF3 work. and BF4 came out and it was just a mess. Oh, yeah. Just a hot mess. The beta for the Battlefield 1 was actually quite well put together compared to them when you think Compared to it. 3 and 4, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, aside from like some disconnection, issue, disconnection issues... Um, and menu issues. Yeah. And menu issues, but the actual, like, when you're in-game, it ran exceedingly well. Yeah. Like, much better than 3 and 4 did. Oh, yeah. Didn't you guys play it on console? I played it on uh, PC. Uh, I, played, I played the Battlefield 4 beta on PC and Xbox 360, if I remember that we went together then, so I no, don't I don't know. think we were. Um, oh god, how long ago was that? It's be... nearly three years we've been together for. Yeah, <laughs> but like, it's, it's it's been like it's surprising like how good the reviews are considering. But like, and I suppose that that just shows the staying power of Battlefield multiplayer. Yeah, I think it's been in demand as well for a long time. A lot of people have been hoping for I think Call of Duty to deliver another, I guess. Military shooter, what's basically it's a, a, a historical like, base, yeah, yeah. Historic shoot, and I think a lot of people have been demanding that for a long time with the Call of Duty franchise. And for Battlefield to be the one that steps up and be like, We're gonna do it first, and actually listen to the community, it's quite surprising, yeah. yeah. And I think that's actually brought a lot of people over because and I know I've been wanted, I've wanted um, a military like historic first person shooter for a long, long time. The only reason I haven't got Battlefield One is because I just I haven't really felt like I haven't wanted it cause, because I'd had yeah. such negative income from the not income, but I had such a negative time when I played the beta. I didn't yeah. enjoy it yeah. at all. Well, I mean, we're we're now considering getting it, aren't we? Um, like we need to discuss. We that, do need but to, yeah. but like originally Using we. Using vouchers. You guys just we... go half on it and then like. Oh yeah. Oh, right, just use my hard-earned Amazon vouchers to buy it. Well, I was going to pay for the rest of it. How can you? Um, how can you hard-earn Amazon vouchers? Um, I work for Feels my department like... during Freshers Week, and my payment was Amazon vouchers. That's disgusting. <laughs> Probably illegal as well, but. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I didn't have to do much. But I haven't mentioned the university, so it's fine. 
Um, <laughs> I, I could just name drop it right here. Bleep out. Right, where were we? So, yeah, so, I mean, we're considering buying it now, which we, we never even thought about pre-ordering. Like, it, it was something that, when it originally came out, it was like, that looks pretty cool, but it's Battlefield. It's not, you know, we'll just. Then I got really angry at E3. Yeah, we'll just keep mm. like a, a clear, keep clear of it for now. But looking yeah, at it coming exactly. out now, it actually looks like it might. I don't know whether it's worth forty quid, but looks twenty like... maybe. The thing is, the if day... you wait, maybe just a couple of weeks, they usually mm. drop down. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't think it will for consoles, but I know for PCs it definitely will. Oh, so yeah. me and Joe will. Is, is there a pre- is there a premium edition of this one? Probably. No, I presume there probably oh, is. God. Or you probably have to buy premium. You'll have to buy premium separately. There is oh, no. one I know they so. didn't they confirm the French as DLC already? Like before um, it was even and released. Russia, I think. I think yeah. Russia's DLC Russia. as well. Like at some point we need to do a whole episode on the practice of announcing your DLC for the game before it releases. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make not... the fans happy. Makes it's like, nobody, why 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 isn't happy. it in there to start with? Like, it could be, clearly you've made it. Like, announcing that your game's gonna have DLC is not bad. Like telling people specifically what it is, so makes gives them the idea that oh, this was held back from the big from the main game, so it can specifically be put into DLC. Yeah. For example, Civ Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually quite good, and we'll get onto that in a minute. But um, let's not rage yet. No, <laughs> no. I think the, the from what I've heard about the multiplayer, um, the the guy I can't remember his name, um, oh Dave Scammell, who reviewed it on Video Gamer, he he was mentioning that um, he didn't understand why Dice had put the desert map on uh, on the beta from from playing the the final version. There were, there's so much the the other maps that are in there are so much better, more well balanced. You know, they're more fun to play. So why they picked probably the worst one to demonstrate to the world what the game's like. He has no idea. Like, it probably got shafted to him, to his side team. Mm. Like, come up with something for a beta, and, and just, just, just don't show too much off. Mm-hmm. From what I saw of all the maps, some of the maps are a lot more close quarters and stuff like that, and mm. uh, they're a lot more like visually pleasing. Like I love foresty maps. They're like, one of my favourites and stuff like that, and I don't mind towny buildings, but I hate ones with massive open plains of desert. It's, yeah. it's just horrible. There's nothing interesting. But the, like, one of the worst them. things was when they chose the yeah. There's nothing interesting. But when they chose the beta, they had I don't know if they had the glitch on console, but they had a glitch on PC. Do you know how you don't level up your guns? You level up your class, and then you get a different gun or something. It was on the beta, but it was like a more it get different like attachments on that gun. So it would be like you get recon one and you get a new gun kind of thing. For yeah. PC, that wasn't working. Oh, brilliant. for the first like three or summit days of the beta and the only, the only way you could level up your classes was by if you joined the game played the very first game you had and then you click and then if you won it went towards your actual you know the leveling up your class and then every game after that didn't count until you click we closed down the game and relaunched it and then it actually counted again so uh obviously everybody was a sniper classes because there's nothing else that you could have with a scope or anything on it and yeah. it had been such a plain open map, everybody just got killed and everyone hated the fucking snipers and everything on it. But it wasn't very fun for that. That's why no. I decided I didn't enjoy it because everyone was snipering all the time and I just don't like snipers. <laughs> it's just like, some. I feel like a lot of the, I felt like the beta map was a shooting gallery oh, most yeah. of the time. Most of the it, time. It, like, it wasn't 
And by the sounds of it, in the full thing, it's still not any better. Like, that is literally, that map comes up, most people leave. Like, yeah, I was about to say, it'd be one of those games where it's like, um, what was it, in Battlefield 3, was it Metro, the one where they had in the demo, didn't <sighs> it? Every, every time that came up, everyone was like, fuck it, not playing it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Metro was I, great, though. Metro yeah, I just, great, I love how they, they put it in Battlefield 4 and kind of went, oh, you guys all loved this, didn't you? And it's like, yeah, yeah we loved it because it was horrific. We, it, was a, it was a love-hate relationship we had with Metro, all right? It was one of those ones that was really good on one of the really popular servers, just because you, if you're on the defending side, you just get tons of kills. If you're on the attacking side, it was I hate my own gun. Because the open starting bit bit was easy because you get go all this open plain area. There's quite a lot of cover everywhere, so you, you get you can get to the points very easy. As soon as you get to take the first point, you're in a fucking narrow corridor kind of thing where everything's yeah, enclosed. Fucked. Yeah. Uh... Just and if you ever played God, if you ever played it on Conquest, Jesus Christ, it's just some, it was a clusterfuck of death in the middle and you never went anywhere. So. It was, wasn't good. No. I think the one thing I noticed with the, the Battlefield 1 map, this, whatever, whatever desert it was, I can't remember. No, I, can't I was remember going to say Shanghai name. Desert, but then I get another one. <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai You've merged desert. two games with together. The skyscraper, with the skyscraper. Yeah, with the skyscraper. There was a, you know, there's a point on Conquest where it was in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. and my friends, when we played it, when that we just sat on that point, just or it was only three of us, and through that whole, I think we had three games where we just sat on that point, and we won every single game because nobody just bothered to come to that point and take yeah, it. Yeah, why, <laughs> why was that point over there? I don't know, but like nobody bothered to t- come and take it. No. We had this one guy who was like level 80 or something in the beta already, and he keeps on trying to come down, but he was on his own. And he just keeps on flying in occasionally, trying to paratroop in, and we just shot him down with anti-air. He mm. came in with a horse and we just ran him over in a tank. <laughs> yeah, that, like, it's because it was too open. It was yeah. in the middle of nowhere. If you were defending, it was so easy to defend. Yeah, mm. it was. At least you could jump over fences. Yeah, the Alpha did have considerable pathing issues that you got annoyed. I got so angry at it. Like, I tried to jump over a fence at one point. It literally wouldn't let me go over it. And it was like, can you not? Did it keep yeah. on, like, jumping you over and pulling you back? No, it wouldn't even let me get up. Oh, no, ours, was, ours on ours, we keep on jumping over shit, and then it would just pull us back, we'll climb us back. It's like, you jump, does, does animation, you climb over it, and it's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't do it right, but why? So it was dead annoying, because there's, there's basically, like, a sandbag what's about a meter, like, in length oh. kind of thing, and you just go, like, oh, climb over this, and it pulls you back, pulls you back about three times, and you end up having just to walk around this tiny little sandbag <laughs> kind of thing, because you're like, you're just like, yeah. you just look like a twat. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that that's was the issue in the beta. Right. Is the fact that I <laughs> no, yeah, it was trying to look like a twat. <laughs> I mean, it was great. So it was nice, man. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't visually it was, yeah. nasty looking, and it was cool when the sandstorm came in. I liked yeah. that because then that was the only time I actually got to do something because <laughs> the snipers couldn't see you. Yeah, that that yeah, like I don't know. It it was a pretty looking game. Lots of problems with the multiplayer, but by the sounds of it, most of them, most in quotation marks, are fixed. Um, and the single player isn't actually as shit as we all expected it to be. That's, so, that's a win. That's that a is win. a win, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know the last time I've actually been excited to play a single player in a in a modern shooter. Does um, anyone know what the sad. maps are? Because I only know there's one. What's a, like I think in a, in a city, and that's about it. Haven't extensively. We will yeah. uh, we will consult the Googles. Um, <laughs> but. I, I don't think there's a lot. I don't think there's a huge amount, but that's kind of expected because yeah, well, Dyson's business of... model. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, you get one map now, and then in six months, give us fifty quid, and you'll get two more. You um, get another, you'll get another map. Yeah. 
you remember on Battlefield Three when that came out? How hyped that one was! I can't remember what Jesus, the one that was on the yeah. mountain, on the mountain cliff where you had to jump off and par- like parachute. Like, oh, oh, that yeah, was so that. hyped up because everyone was like, "Oh my god, you get all parachute off!" To be fair, and, and the to be first fair, time you awkward. did it, it was great, and then yeah, some knobhead like, oh. sniped you with a tank, and it's like, <laughs> what the "Fuck is this?" To be fair, like that, I always had fun with that. Yeah, I always had fun with that. It was I, I, I think I improved my fun on it when I realized you could chuck an EOD bot off it and survive <laughs> like that. That just made it a million times better. Like I'm, I'm waiting for a battle. I'm waiting for a battlefield game that is that much of a leap forward, like mm. what, um, like what three was in yeah. when Frostbite three came out. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean uh, the. The, I think the thing that annoyed me about that was you went from Bad Company 2's immense level of destruction and then Battlefield 3 was kind of like, oh, you can destroy a couple of windows. And it was like, oh, you've got this powerful new engine and the best you can show me is a window smashing. Right. <laughs> and then Battlefield 4 kind of got a bit better and then in this one they've kind of just gone, you know what, leveling buildings was fun, wasn't it? And it's like, yes, guys, we've been trying to tell you this for like 10 years. Yes, it was fun. It was the best part of your game. Exactly. So, uh, from what I've read, by the sounds of it, the destruction in, in this game, because we, we experienced a bit of it in the beta at least, I mean, it has got back to that level where if there's some knobhead in a building, you can just level it and deal with him that way. Um, well, apparently, you could blow up the arch on the desert map. Yeah, yeah, you were saying about you that, um, Levolution. That levolution. Levolution. Oh. Just nobody knew about Canal, it. when they coined that, Jesus... It was like they were just making shit up. Like, we need to sell the game. How do we sell the game? Levolution. This guy was just drunk in the background. Going, Levolution. He's <laughs> like, yes, Levolution. Let's go with that. That is exactly how what? the that, that, community that, that, I think that's when the Game of Call of Duty imported a bit of Levolution into it. I think he just wandered into the wrong office and he was like, yes. And he was actually talking about how they need to evolve the game, but everybody just took it backwards and went the other way. Um, like Levolution was literally this um, where something in the map would change so in a lot of the Battlefield 4 maps you could blow up a dam and the map would flood and they called this concept Levolution oh sod off exactly yeah um, one, one, one good one yeah gun. so they, they've obviously got a similar thing in, in, in one but it doesn't seem as in your face a lot mm. more weather effects Oh, the, oh, weather, yes. effects. the oh, weather effects. Can we talk really about when you lie down, how your gun gets covered with mud, and when it rains, there's actual rain. Yeah. I think that looks beautiful. Yeah. It, All I mean, say, a... well done, whoever did that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that little bit, yeah. It's, it's, li- it's little, little things t- like that. Yeah, amazing. little touches. Yeah. Now, the one thing I would actually personally fucking love if they did, if it's raining or when you lie down and your gun's covered in mud, there's a more ch- there's a high chance of it jamming or something like that. I that think would that would be cool. great. <laughs> But can you imagine how pissed off people would get? Yeah, well, it's supposed to be World War One. Exactly. Most yeah. of the guns didn't work. So. Yeah, the guns should really explode and kill you. <laughs> or, or if you were, if you retreat backwards, like the AI should just come up and shoot you. And it's like, yeah, oh, you retreated, twat. <laughs> you court-martialed. Or you should be able to shoot yourself in the foot and claim you were shot and go home. Oh, Has anyone no. seen that pistol? What's like the smallest pistol you get? It's like a really tiny gun. What the hell is that? Uh, is oh, that a legitimate like thing? A little... Yeah, they they were um, very much a Victorian weapon. And it was something that um, you would, you would, if you were a city boy and you wanted to be protected while you were in London, they used to have these little pistols that they oh, could hide mind. in their jacket. And that's where that comes from. I don't know why they put that in the game. No. Like, <laughs> you know, in, in, in the First World War, I didn't want anyone to know I was armed. <laughs> it just seems silly, but... Yeah, so um, Kate's got the maps up. Um, okay, go on. Oh, how many maps do we have? There is nine maps, apparently. Ooh. 
that's quite low. Including the Shana. That's not really oh, low. Because how many was there with four? Oh. Only like five maps or something with Battlefield Four. No, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, like, there's twelve. I think there might be. Oh, I thought there was only seven. Maybe or eight. Below. Ballroom Blitz. That a lot of people have said that one's supposed to be a nice one. Uh, I've heard that one. It's Very, a villa. Yeah, it's a villa map. Oh, okay. Uh, Saint Quentin Scar. That's Whatever that is. Monty Grappa. Monty Grappa. Uh, move between cover after the fortress gun shells hit. Good God. Um, Not <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, aren't Dace uh, uh, brilliant at writing descriptions? Um, there's a forest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that a the name forest. of it? It's just a forest. No, the it's, forest. It's Ar- the forest Kelly. Argonne. Argonne. We're just going to go forest. ahead and call it Endor. Because I'm sure... Yeah, like it probably it. will... I've seen gameplay of one of the maps on on a, on a kind of forest and it literally just looks like Endor because it, I think it does run itself the same. A lot of... Stuff has been ported from the Star Wars engine. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just, it it's has, just the yeah. Endor. It's just the Endor map. <laughs> just Endor, with, yeah. Some of the assets, some of the assets changed. But there's actually Ewoks in this version. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh, Empire's Edge, which you have to capture the island to capture the game. Oh god. What? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they don't Fortress. sound amazing, do they? Clean up troublesome snipers with cavalry. No, no, because it won't work. <laughs> you get uh, on the horse, the nope. sniper down, pew, dead. Oh, never mind. Uh, Eminem? Oh, it's French. I don't know uh, how French. Like. There's one with the bridges and trains or something. There you go, okay. one for you. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, Suez. Suez. More history things, yay. Yeah. Suez is a canal thing. Yes, the Suez Canal. That one. Is I've been told the story too many times. Yep. It kind of all blows now. So there's not actually that few. I thought there would be probably a bit less than that. But nine's not. Nine. It's not amazing. Is it? It's not too bad either. There are blimps. On, on the topic, yeah, there are blimps. <laughs> that therefore yeah. makes it better. On there's the topic of historic yeah, shooters, could be hey. uh, and like. With it being Battlefield 1 we talk about, and this is one that I'm sure me and Joe will probably very much like because we used to play it. Do you, does anyone know Rising Storm? Yes. Yeah. No, it's Rise, not a game I know. It's basically Red Orchestra, but the, they made the one, instead of it being Germans versus Russians, it was Americans versus the Japanese. It's like, a, like it's a super hardcore. And now, yeah, it's very realistic. Shooter. And now uh, they have announced, which I am very, very looking, I'm very, very looking forward, I'm very happy to hear that I'm looking for. forward to it too. <laughs> You're looking me, forward to it happy, a lot. Happy. <laughs> Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Be so happy. So Rising happy. Storm <laughs> 2, happy Vietnam. Oh. <laughs> and Vietnam is one of my favourite, like, Nah. Like time periods and wars. Yeah. So I am going to love the hell of that when I, I remember enjoyed back that. In, war. Remember back <laughs> that was a good war. Now. That was a watching America just spend all of its money in one go <laughs> was incredible. Yay, no, but, no, but it's like it's like I remember Bad Company Two Vietnam. One of that was one fantastic. of the best examples of DLC. Yeah. I think. Oh ever. yeah. Yeah. I, I remember like sniping people with it, with the slug shotgun shells. <laughs> it was they so were funny. Evil. It was so funny. <laughs> It was, Brilliant, was, evil, um, but evil nonetheless. It was like on Bad Company uh, 2, you could have the, I think it was the USAS, which is like a fully automatic shotgun, you could put slugs mm. on that. So, oh. <laughs> and that was basically like an anti-air pilot sniper, because you'd yeah. say, oh, there's helicopters there, bang, 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 bang hit, hit, dead, and the helicopter destroyed. falls yeah. out of the sky. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, moving, in terms of historical settings, 
Segway. 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 <laughs> There's a Civ 6 segue I hear, which came out on the 21st, as did Battlefield 1. So it's been out a few days now. So has anyone played it? Because I've played it. I don't think anyone else has. I've yet. watched no. you play you, you've it. You've watched me play it. Um, on my re- on our radio show, um, on thisislsr.com, um, <laughs> on Sunday, n- Nerd Hour, you can listen from 11 till 12. I had to get the cheeky plug in there. You, you've, uh, you've got to promote us now. That's how this works. Oh, I do, don't I? Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Right, okay. Well, um, my friend Alex did a very extensive review of Civ 6. He's okay. very much enjoying it. Uh, I, I've, I've, so far, I haven't played a huge amount. I've played about 160 odd turns on, nearly died. on standard you, I difficulty. Thought, I thought you were going to say 160 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just haven't stopped playing it since. Uh, it's not even been out that long, is it? Yeah. <laughs> One more turn. Yeah, I'm still turn. playing it right now, like I just haven't stopped. One um, more turn. Yeah, I haven't slept in like four days. Um, he basically hasn't. No, I've done alright, actually. But I've, I've played 160 odd turns, and I've been playing it on normal difficulty, because I was like, I'm probably going to die if I don't do this well. Also Prince. Yeah, I think it's Prince. Is it Prince? I don't yeah, know. It's Prince is normal. Yeah. Um, and I was playing as Rome, because Rome... And I, d- I don't know. I think obviously on that difficulty, it's definitely too easy, uh, which is a stark contrast to Civ, uh, Civ Five, which is it's quite difficult even on Prince. Um, it just seems a bit easy. Like it took me a while to get used to the new civic tree and how that ties in with um, the you tech like tree it, and everything. Though. I I do like the governments and I like the tech tree as it's laid out at the minute. I mean, I mean, it's definitely better than the the social policies from Civ Five. Oh, yeah. Um, but it feels very slow. Like I'm 168 turns in, and I'm on standard pace, so it's relatively slow anyway. But I think I've only just managed to get into the medieval era. Like I've not even progressed that far. Uh, I'm nearly uh, 200 turns in. I watched the people when I watched people play it. This is their very first time playing it, hmm. and at turn no, it wasn't turn 180. It was at a hundred uh, eighteen thousand around that year. Yeah, yeah. They had uh, battleships, and they had they were in the atomic era, and they almost finished, and they pretty yeah, much did a full if, domination. They thought it was way too easy. Yeah, if you put it on quick pace, by the sounds of it, and and the new there's a new um, pace setting for online game pace, which is slightly quicker than quick. Yeah. If you put it on that in single player, you just you can get through the game in about hundred turns. Um, and it's like that's insane. Um, so I, I, I was sensible and put it on standard, but I think because of the way the movement now works, it slows down your exploration quite a lot. So I think I've only just met um, all the civilizations. I'm on a, a standard size map as well, so I was expecting to meet them quite early. But I, by turn 110, 120, I'd met two of them out of the six that I think were on the map. Ooh, um, so that's that seems like quite a big map then map size. Yeah, right? uh, but it, it it isn't like it, it's just a standard size. It doesn't feel overly big, but it just takes so long to explore anything. Um, uh, so that I mean, it's probably because of the difficulty as well. But I managed to conquer my neighbor virtually straight away because cities don't have walls automatically anymore. Like they can't fire. They no, can't they have to build, build them to. Yeah. Um, this the the sieve next to me. I can't remember who it was. Uh, just didn't build walls at all, so I just marched in with an archer and took it. No, I've I've been hearing that um, unit stacking is back. Yes, um, you can. You can like... stack great people. Uh, you you don't really stack them. You kind of attach them um, to another unit. I mean... So, for example, I would attach my great general to a legion, 
and they would stick together. Uh, the only downside is, obviously, if the Legion dies, you immediately use, uh, lose the attached unit, but it only works with civil, um, civil units. I don't think you can attach builders to units, but I haven't tried that. Um, you can do it with settlers. You can do it with settlers. You can do it yeah. with great people. Well, see, that was my that was my biggest complaint about Civ Five, and I've had it all the way through the game. Was that um, early game? Early game. It took me forever to expand because if I sent a settler out, it would just get taken by barbarians. And yeah, obviously, and, I can't... It, and it was hard to. Um, but sharing fault would be shit. <laughs> no, no I, I don't think it was. I think. And, no, it was... And... The, the difficulty of the barbarians, you know how they kept going on about how they're going to be so hard to deal with because of their scout? They're not. No, they're very that was because now, of the difficulty or what, but they, they they keep spawning. They seem to spawn a lot more, um, but they don't seem to be a, a, such a pain in the arse. I, I didn't have much trouble dealing with them. Um, not like I normally do when I play Civ Five on Prince, for example, and they just annihilate you. Um, yeah. the, the, real te- the real test will, the real tests will come when you do um, put the game on Marathon, Speed, marathon oh, speed. God, yeah. You put it on deity difficulty, and you put raging barbarians on. Yeah, Ew. you would probably <laughs> die very quickly. Um, but from from what I've seen, uh, I think the way they've redone the text is nice. Like for example, I just I've just got to gunpowder, and I unlocked um, musketman. I was like, oh, I'm going to upgrade all my shit. I don't have gunpowder. You have to go out and find gunpowder now. That's a resource. Um, so it's like, oh shit. So I can't actually... Oh, fuck, I've put myself in a hole now. Um, so then you have to go out and find... I think it's called like nitrate or something like that. Um, yeah. And then the way they've redone what resources you need is very strange. Like, you know before how you had to get... If you wanted um, five frigates, you needed five iron. You don't anymore, you just need one. And that covers you for all of them. So once you've got that one iron resource, you can then build as many frigates as you want. Which uh, I don't know whether I like. There's, been, there's basically no point in owning one, more than one of each resource. No, other than to trade it. So it's made trading them easier. Um, and obviously, with luxury resources working differently now, and that's all based on amenities, which is specifically city based. Um, God, it makes the game a lot better. You're not constantly miserable all the time unless you, unless you like deliberately build a coliseum on every doorstep. Like your people are a bit more like, yeah, let's just get on with it. They're not as miserable with you all the time. It's not so hard to keep the bloody bastards happy. Um, however, if you accidentally change government type to something they don't like, Jesus Christ, they have a go at you. <laughs> I learned that in the hard way. Like, I, I think I moved on to like um, a merchant republic, and they're like, oh, that's happy. And then like war happened, so I moved him back to autocracy, and they all rioted. Bastards. I, I, suppose, I suppose that's like more accurate as to yeah, what I the think, state I think that would makes do. sense. Um, I mean, it just surprised me because it locks you out of the government tree uh, for about five, six turns, something like that. So you lose the ability to customize your government. And and some of the bonuses there in there are amazingly high, like plus one production across all of your cities. Like So all your cities will get plus one. So if you've just built cities, that's incredibly useful. Um, and then you've got something like it halves unit maintenance. Um, right. I'm trying to fix it some of the other points. Uh so they are actually really powerful and if you, you go along the tree and, and you unlock some of the further government types like a monarchy and um, democracy you get more of each so it's kind of split up into several different things you've got military, you've got like uh, production then you've got um, great person points and city state envoys And so you get these different categories and you can put different things which all give you different um, abilities in those different ranks so you, you start trying to manage 
you have to try and think ahead. Right, I'm going to war in six turns, so I need to make sure I've got more military policies. But that means I'm going to have to go to a different government type, so they might riot. So, so it, it's added a lot more kind of city management. Do you think right? Okay. Right. Okay. Do, do you think some of the policies and the like, you know, like you were saying, as the you can get different military ones. Do you think mm. some of them are a bit more, a bit overpowered? Uh, I haven't felt that they are at the minute. Like most of them are usually just like it halves your unit maintenance, so it doesn't absolutely cripple you money wise. Because the one um, I was watching was basically you buy one, you get one free. But with yeah, one. but with you battleships, um, but with battleships and submarines, yeah. Which the, I thought was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. The the uh, looking further down the tree, it does get a bit scary. Um, but something that's quite interesting is when you're at war. The longer you're at war, your cities start to get more and more pissed off of you because they get like it's called war weariness. So they yeah. start to get sick of being at war. So <laughs> it's like you can get those policies and they're great, but if you stay at war for too long, you end you end up dealing with riots in your own cities. Um, so like, I thought that was I've, really interesting because you can't just be in a constant state of war. I've heard like they've expanded the way like declar war declarations work now. So, oh god, yeah. it's so fucking complicated. So you have like, like wars of liberation, wars of conquest. Um... Yeah, which you unlock quite a ways down the civic tree as well. It's not at the beginning. Um, so you you've got the choice of the base game straight away. You've got the choice of a surprise war where you'll get a humongous warmongering penalty and everybody will declare war on you. But from what I've found so far, everybody will declare war on you anyway. Um, yeah, you do a surprise attack, you get a massive warmonger penalty. You can then, if you if you go down a different road, you can denounce them. Um, and if you denounce them, after a certain amount of time, an option will appear for you to declare war normally. Like, you can... There's then several different versions of war, but at the beginning, it's just like, you declare a formal war. So it's like, buddy, I'm going to war against you. Um, you can declare, like, uh, religious wars now and just wars and... Yeah, all that shit now and, and well. you have to fulfil different objectives in order yeah. to earn the ability to do that. Um, so what I did was I didn't get that far down the tree when I declared war, so I denounced them, I declared a formal war, and every other city in the game immediately declared war on me. Um, the, 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 most the most important question about like the entire game, though, Alistair, mm. is, is warmongering Gandhi back? No, he's completely <laughs> different. Is no like the way AI personality <laughs> There'll be a mark. Is, Yeah, the the way AI personality works is they have one trait that you can see. So Gandhi's trait is that he hates war. He will never go to war unless he doesn't get a warmonger penalty. He just won't do it outright. Aww. So unless he can go to war with you without getting any penalty for it whatsoever, he'll go to war. But they have hidden agendas, and you can't see those. You uh, if you get a spy in their city and he's there for long enough. You, you will earn the ability to see that hidden agenda. But that agenda can be random, and it will be anything. So his agenda could be that, but then his hidden agenda will be destroy Rome. So he will be then trying to justify a war against you where he won't get a warmonger penalty, but can destroy you. But you won't know what that is no, until that's possibly it's too late. Which, which sounds really interesting, but so far I haven't really seen it. Um, but I presume once you get spies, which you have to build now, you don't earn Yeah, you, you have to you build have to them build as a unit, them. don't you? Yeah. So that's quite interesting because you can, by the sounds of it, you can build quite a few. But I haven't quite got that far yet, so I'm not sure about how that works. But the, the first thing that really pissed me off when I loaded it up, though, loaded it up, click single player, pick what I'm going to play as. Decent number of saves, I think there's about 15, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's it's quite a few. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like four map types. What? And that's it. And then um, 
What else really got me annoyed? Format pace. Game paces. The, no, the game paces was fine. What about the the, new some of the pace. new leaders? Some of the new leaders, I think their choices are a bit odd. Yeah. Like, um, I don't understand why they replaced Caesar. Yeah, I did with. Um, oh, who is it? I I mean, he's just is some part of the centurions. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he he was one of the slightly obscure emperors. I'm pretty sure yeah. he died quite young as well, but not through conflict or anything. I'm pretty no. sure it's cancer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so so all the Roman emperors they could have picked. And we got rid of Napoleon, which is like the only got thing France has ever. Had. And Catherine. Isn't it? Catherine's gone. Yeah. She... Um, Carthage is gone completely. Carthage is a city state now. Like, I spawn next to Carthage as a city-state. Uh, that, makes, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that makes sense. It, it does make sense. Because they only like, were, yeah. something was, when early Roman century came in. Well, yeah, Roman exactly. Century, that's when, when Rome were. started to fall yeah. apart. Yeah. That's when they actually um, really made a name. Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, the moment I clicked the down arrow for map types and there was, like, four, I was like, the fuck is this? Is that it? There was hardly any. There was, like, five or six. And there was, like, continents, archipelago... Pangea. Fractal. No, it's not even Fractal. Um, Quill's playing on Fractal. Oh, no, no, it's Fractal. There's no Archipelago, that's it. There's no Archipelago? Yeah, no, they've reduced it so much, and I kind of What went, the f- what Do the you know what that means? DLC! Yeah. Gen- <laughs> see map packs, won't it? Yeah. Game expansions. Yeah. All the money. Yeah, but as far as I can tell, I can't remember. I don't think there was a world map, and that's gone. Oh, my... Um, really? There's Continent. There's, there's Continent, which is what I'm playing at least, on. and Shuffle. But the, yeah, is and, and Pangea. Does anyone know if there's workshop support at coming at any point? There should be. There I, I think be. there should be. I know that the, uh, the, there's a <laughs> lot of patches due out because there's a lot of problems with it. Like you still can't rename cities. Like that's oh, still not working. What? You can rename units. Yeah. You can rename any unit. Like you don't need to promote them to rename oh, them. The, you can the just rename units. them. They get given a random. Do you know how they level up? They get given a random like name if they get to level one. Basically, get a name. So they've like... yeah. You, you can click name them, and then you can click randomize. And I think uh, one of mine was the dragon bastards, and I was like, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> one of the ones I saw was deaths of death. <laughs> Some of yeah, them they're, they're really like... weird. Deaths of death. Yeah. Um, so you can rename your units, but you can't rename your cities. So apparently oh, wow. that's going to be patched. That might have been patched already. I don't know, but they're they're planning on patching that. There's a few little things that, by the sounds of it, they're patching out. Like, um, apparently when you start, the, the intro sequence can sometimes glitch out and play in a different language, for no apparent reason. <laughs> like, I did load it up the other day, and it was playing in Spanish. And, gee, it sounds really good in Spanish, admittedly. But, like, it's not... Um, uh, oh, what's his name? Sean Bean. Sean Bean. It's not Sean Bean doing it. It's some other dude. <laughs> it's in, like, Spanish. So it's like... Buzz <laughs> Lightyear from, the, from when he goes into Spanish mode. Mm, but obviously all the lip syncing doesn't line up with the video, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, the, I don't like the music either. At oh. all. Like, I, I, obviously, I've only heard Rome's music so far, but it just... It, like, Rome's music sounds a bit too happy. And it's like, you're Rome, you're meant to be conquering the planet. It should be a bit more like drumbeaty, military kind of... But it's more like what you'd expect to hear in Italy. Right, yeah. now, not in, uh, in, like, in Roman time. Basically the dickhead hanging out the window playing this fucking cello or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like the... Uh, hey, the... hey, up and trying to sleep, it is half <laughs> He's like, oh, no, good say, please, no, no, for you fucking pizza, you dickhead, I don't care. <laughs> Wanker. Would <laughs> have been French. I have, I have ancestors in France. But we just last, lost ninety percent of our international audience. <laughs> I think last little rank because Josh is going to hate me for this. But 
all the quotes are too modern as well. Like they're all very modern quotes, which oh, yeah. is fine, but it just seems a bit weird. Like one of my favorite ones is um, the Romans and air conditioning. I can't remember who it's by, but it's like um, technology, technological advancements killed the Romans. If um, the Romans, oh no, it's oh, it's like the one like, air the one. conditioning units killed the Romans because they had the windows shut. They couldn't hear the barbarians coming. I was like, that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> But hang on, I've just unlocked something in the ancient era. That is a very modern quote. They are, it doesn't they quite... are randomly generated, though. There, there's are multiple they? quotes for... Do you know when you unlock certain things, like you unlock, uh, I don't know, battleships or some... Astrology. Yeah. They have multiple different oh, uh, okay. ones for it. I don't know how many, but there's yeah. more than Oh, that could be quite... It just, they, they felt a bit too modern, and it just felt yeah. a bit... You got shot down. Yeah, but I, I, still, I think they just feel a bit, a bit too modern, which is fine. Like it's nice to hear um, Sean Bean reading all these out. It does make it like it is great to listen to reading these things out. But um, I kind of miss the old Civ Five voice as well. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I like I like Sean Bean. He's got a nice voice. He's mm. he does it very well. But it when, fits he, when he very um, well, yeah, when he reads out uh, like anything that's slightly negative, like if the quotes are very negative, it sounds brilliant. Like, the way he yeah. stresses negativity is brilliant. He's, the jolly kind of ones don't really fit him very they, well. No, though, not when really. Tra- <laughs> when he's trying to be a bit up stuff, it, it, does, it still sounds good, and it's still like, oh, that's, that's cool, but it's not yeah. like, it doesn't have as much impact and oomph on you as the yeah. ones where it's like something dramatic happening or something actually but has some meaning to it. He doesn't seem to express happiness very well. So fucking, I feel sorry for his wife or his kids. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I think, like, the thing that pisses me off, well, it doesn't piss me off, but it bugs me about um, Sean Bean's voice, is he did the Train Simulator 2016 trailer, and I cannot unsee it, and it is one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever watched. If you go and, if you Google that and watch it, it's awful. Um, well, because it's a train simulator game, but they try and make it this <laughs> epic thing, like, How oh, it's hours so... hours sunk into that? Don't start! I know, but, like, they try to make it out to be this epic adventure, and it's like, you push buttons in a cab for six oh, hours. This time it's not exciting. exciting. I think we're going to wrap Civ 6 up here. Yeah. But, map pins. Um, so, what, sorry? Oh, map pins, yeah, map pins are really easy. Um, <laughs> they made me so happy, But sorry. I think, overall, it... It does look like it's a good game. It's got a long way to go, though. Like, it's certainly not 50 quid, and it's certainly not 40 quid, either. Um, I don't understand why they charge so much for it. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. It is not Civ Five. There is still much more in Civ Five. You'll get many more hours out of Civ Five. Because you still don't have to pay about 50 quid in DLC. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be good. Give it a year. When there's a couple of expansion packs out, it'll be nice and balanced off. It'll probably be good then. And maybe they will have added a few more maps. Like, it will probably be good then. But I think for now, it's a bit... Uh... Mm. But mm. I think we're going to move on to one of the bigger announcements this week. We need to switch. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> um, right, so the Nintendo Switch what? was announced a few days ago. Not that long. Um, Thursday. So I, I was... like this, The stuff that Eurogamer came out with about it being basically an iPad turned out to be right. That was actually... Properly predicted, so I think I was right to bitch about it. Um, Just blow your own trumpet now. Uh-huh. Um, 
So, it sounded like a very realistic trumpet. It's not bad, was it? You have a pad of trumpet sounds on the mic. Yeah, it's just. He has a line of different ones, like for, like different sizes for there's different. There's just a, there's a trumpet sat next to my bed, and I've been waiting for the perfect moment. Um... I was wondering why that was there. Joe, wait, wait, Joe, why have you been in our bed? <laughs> wait, what? what? No, guys, I'm in your cupboard right now. Joe. What? Is that the banging I hear? <laughs> oh, <Yes. dear. laughs> right, so... I'm the one who stole your bread. What do people think? I want to talk about one thing in particular about it. I don't really know much actually about it because I didn't really look into it. But it's an one... iPad with controllers. Yeah. Right, one, thing quick run over off, one thing that oh. pissed me off more is they released a YouTube trailer of it. Or like, you know, just like, oh, we announcement kind of thing. We did yeah. a thing. And it was basically at the end, they were very, very, very heavily say, like showing off esports to do with it. Like, I guess it was like all of them sitting around and I think uh, a like arena get pulling out the fucking tablet thing and putting it down and going to play. Yeah. The one where you just jizz over everything with colour. Yeah. Um, Splatoon, that one. I was about but to say the thing that annoyed me more than anything <laughs> is a year ago, not even that, Nintendo hated esports they didn't want anything yeah. to do with it the super smash bros had actually an esports behind it but it was all community and they refused to do any sort of tournaments before because they n- never wanted any sort of their games to be anything to do with an esport yeah and then all of a sudden this comes out and they're like they're throwing out you yeah. saying esport 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 straight away and i don't yeah. understand why because they hated the idea of any of their games being an esport yeah, so then if you can think really, of us, because it's the big thing for money. But it was really yeah. good. Splatoon, Splatoon was a great game. It's meant to be very good, yeah. Yeah. Um, but... I think, like, as a, just a quick rundown in case people haven't seen it, it, it looks like they've designed, it's basically a tablet of some kind, which they're refusing to confirm whether it's got a touchscreen or not, um, with two little kind of controllers that clip onto either side. You can then dock it into a television attachment thing so you can play it on the TV. The controllers detach and they can couple together to make a control like a handheld controller. Uh or you can buy a special controller that's separate just for the TV. And it looks like they might have the the controllers will be customizable to specific games, so you'll get specialist controllers for different games or whatever. But as far as we know that's about as much detail as they've released. It's gonna have NVIDIA graphics potential in it, which NVIDIA are blowing off really hard. Like it's gonna be <laughs> Brilliant, apparently. So much oh, so that they showed off Skyrim Remastered playing on it um, in, in the trailer that they've released. But it's I just never going to go away, is it? No, and I, no. I think the problem I've got with it, 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 it sounds like it would be really good if they get it right, but the battery power is going to be wank. Like, three hours, three the Vita proved the PlayStation's Vita, which is doesn't look, it's not half as big as what Nintendo is suggesting this will be, and that's battery life is wank. Like, I don't understand how this is going to be able to to play like something like Skyrim, even even if it's just the basic version of Skyrim and not the fancy new HD version they've done. If it's just the basic version, is it realistically going to be able to run that for that long? No, probably yeah. melt in your hands. So it's basically a Wii U, but with the touchpad joypad thing taken off. Yeah, and and you can take it places. It's not connected to your TV, or it doesn't have to be connected to your TV. Wait, How much is the price? Like have they, have they announced yeah. the price? Supposedly, rumor no, has it. Rumor has it around two nine 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 nine, which ah. is not too bad it, for no. what it is. Yeah, no. considering, considering like I'm assuming this will be a platform to replace not just the Wii U but 
3DS. Yeah, it does look like, like it's a handheld system. Way. Yeah. Get the DS, the better. Yeah, but the the problem yeah. I have with it is like, yeah, they won't confirm whether it's got a touchscreen or not, which just seems odd. Just say yes or no, like. Um, and obviously, it doesn't look like it's got 3D or anything. So are they just dumping that then? Are they are they done with the 3D gimmick? Is that it? Well, probably. Well, probably. Like, it's got it's it's gotten to point now where like the majority of 3DS owners are not buying it for the 3D. They're just no. they're buying it, for, and that the 2DS proved that because it sold the 2DS sold really well. Yes, yeah, what we thought, what were, did it really? Yeah, yeah no, it what, did. For what we thought was just gonna was just a stupid idea. Thought it was a very it was very successful because it was so cheap. Yeah, so stupid. But <laughs> I, I hate that console with a passion because the whole point of DS is so you could fold it up, put it in your pocket or your handbag, and take it with you. You can't fold yeah. an unfoldable thing. Like well, you the can, whole but point you break of it. Is... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, you may as well just bought an iPad and yeah. an emulator yeah. for DS games, and voila. Like, oh, it stressed me out so much. Yeah. So it's like, oh, let's turn it into Samsung phones. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the difficulty they're going to have, is like, how do they convince you to buy this and not just use your tablet or your phone? Or DS. Or a DS. Yeah, like, what what advantage do I have of getting well, this over speakers, Well, speaking of which, this is actually quite a nice point to switch on to. Eh? Oh. Um, <laughs> because one of the big, the big thing, I think, that, that Nintendo need to get right on this, and at the moment, I'm not confident they'll get it right at all. Is lineup what games are coming out at launch and in the first few months? Because what they've shown so far in the trailer is looks like Zelda, probably, um, and the Skyrim thing, whether it's remastered or not. Well, the, 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 room, the game's rumored, the game's confirmed are the legend, the new Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. Dragon Quest 11, which yay. Finally, a, con- a big console Dragon Quest game again. Yeah. Um, project the next Sonic game. Uh, whatever Sega that is. Still is. alive. Yep. <laughs> Just Dance 2017. Um, what? How? Just oh, okay. Dance. What? What's rumored to be a new Super Mario game? A new 3D Super Mario game. Yeah. Um, it's about time, I think. And then what? And then versions of Skyrim remastered, Splatoon, NBA 2K17, and maybe some upscales. Yeah. Oh. It's rumored that it's rumored that both Smash, Wii U, and Mario Kart 8 will get an, an upscale uh, or an a upscale new version. Game. Yeah. For Switch. Well, it, it sounds like they're going quite hard down the um, the fanboy bandwagon, aren't they? With a new Zelda, a new Mario, uh, it does seem very much like they're going to try and pull in older audience, which is probably something that they should have tried to do originally with the Wii U when that first launched off. Mm-hmm. Um, if they'd launched that with a new Zelda game, it probably would have done all right. Like um, As well, they're, they're making a very big deal of the Switch partners for, right, th- yeah. for third, part, for third yeah. parties. And we've which got is big, unusual for Nintendo. Yeah, we've got big names in there. We've got um, Activision EA, Bethesda, Capcom, like Warner Brothers, Epic Games, going all the way down to smaller companies like Canada. Mm-hmm. Smaller like well, Konami is obviously a big company, but like smaller companies but, like, yeah, tra- yeah. like Traveler's Tales. It, it, it does seem like Codemasters. Yeah, it, it, it seems like over the last few months, Nintendo has modernized more than it has in its entire history. Like they've they've just launched with Apple that iOS um, Infinite Mario runner thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was a bit of a surprise at Apple's tech conference, and it was like, oh yeah, we've got this Mario runner game thing. And it was like, all oh, right, okay. Um, so that's apparently a thing that's coming to iOS at some point. So uh, and then obviously we've got Switch. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't really give a shit about iOS games, and I don't think anyone does. No, I, no like, nobody. I nobody should that it, it will be like Pokemon Go, won't it? Loads of people download it. It'll be like, oh, it's the best game ever, and then give it three months. It'll, nobody should. Nobody should care. No. About mobile games. I haven't even got one mobile game on my phone. I had Pokemon Go for a while, but then I deleted it because I couldn't be asked to play anymore. I don't know what I have on. I don't have any on my phone. <laughs> Um, you have Pokemon Go. I did. I, ha- I, I have deleted that. My Game Boy, which is like a Game Boy emulator, oh. and that's it. Papers, <gasps> papers please. please. You can oh get papers, God. please. Papers, please papers. on the iPad. Brilliant. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. That that's the, like the only game we have. And on, Plague. And Plague, Plague is good. Plague Inc's a good game, but it's not. Don't buy it on Steam. It's awful. But on uh, on mobile, it's not too bad. But it's but, just like, what games do you guys think? Should come to Switch. What or what games do you think Nintendo needs to come to Switch? Papers, a please. new, <laughs> a new Mario Kart. is really Auto. important. It, it would be quite interesting to see like Red Dead Two. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that. going on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be funny. Well, I'd, I'd rather have a PC version first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're never going to do that. That's never. Oh, it's like never going to happen. Um, but we will get on to Red Dead Redemption Two later on because I'm so fucking hyped. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh my god! But, oh my god, guys! But yeah, I think I think the Switch actually looks really pretty. I mean, it's quite nicely designed. It looks quite Swish and modern and all that kind of thing. Um, but I just don't think it's going to look anything like that when they actually get it out. I think what? it will be there'll, there'll be an enormous battery pack or something that you have to shove in the back that'll only last twenty minutes. Um, it's, it's what it's what five months from from launch now. Yeah, launching in March. Yeah, it's March, isn't it? It's not long. Which I was, I was quite surprised about. I know it's been in development for a while, but considering this is the first confirmation we've had of its name and its design, it seemed like, oh, right, that's not actually that far off. Better than what they did with the Wii U. If I remember rightly, they announced that and were like, oh, we're making this thing. When's it out? At some point. It was like, right, okay. Well, that, that, was, with, that was with all the... Um, that was why like this generation of consoles got off to such a rocky start. They got, mm. del- they got delayed, and then even when they got delayed, they launched with barely any titles. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, we're going to segue now, speaking of the new generation of consoles, the PlayStation 4 Pro has been properly announced now, and that is, a, like, they've, they've given away images, and we kind of know roughly what's going to be on it, um, and I think it's, you can pre-order it for November time? You can pre-order it now. Yeah, it's 350 quid in the UK, uh, for the one terabyte version. Do we think it's worth it? No. Like, cause you, do you guys have an Xbox One or a PS4 at the minute? I'm not PS4. I'm yeah. going, no way, to, would you, I'm would going you, to get one of them. Yeah, would you, you trade in your PS4 for a PS4 Pro? Um, depending on the deal I could get, yes. Like, I think, student. like, it looks interesting, but I think the problem I've got with it is, it's like, Sony, what does it do? It plays 4K. Is that what it? else does it do? It's got graphical updates if games support it. Sony, what games support it? Not uh, many. Not many, unfortunately. <laughs> and it's like, like, most of them, it's going to up the frame rate slightly. But to be fair, the to be like... fair, like it would almost certainly, like my main reason would almost certainly be Final Fantasy fifteen. If they do anything with it, well, it would, they they will do. Like they've specifically, mm. like I'm pretty sure the two month delay it got is probably um, because of that. Slapped with it is probably because it got because they said they thought, oh, we can put the um, Pro PS4 Pro optimizations on it and launch yeah. it with with those optimizations. <laughs> I th- I think the thing I. I don't like about it is it just seems a bit like is that it like I, why should i upgrade just for that i don't have a 4k tv um not intending to spend money on one well it'll be the same thing for scorpio exactly but it does sound like microsoft are actually trying to do something with it like the reason they're not launching it at the minute is because they actually want 
or well, they probably don't want. They're just trying to piss Sony off. But they seem to they're trying to do something that will be more of an upgrade, but at the same time won't completely abandon the previous console. It's the interesting. Thing, like, like the Pro is an incremental update to adapt to some new technologies, and and for like I don't think it's been. Oh, it's marketed I, awfully. It's marketed like, awfully. The the launch thing was terrible. It was kind of like, oh yeah, the yeah, this is the Pro. It it can do 4K streaming, not Blu-rays for reasons. Uh, that's a, that's a big thing. Here are some games, and it was like it, I think they showed off, didn't they? Show off, they showed up Fallout 4 with its new lighting effects, which just looked like the PC version. Well, um, that's the thing. You need to, if you want to be showing off the console, you need to be showing off your exclusives, not games that are also released on PC because they'll always look better. Yeah, um, and I think that that's definitely a problem with the PlayStation 4 Pro. It's not a PC, so no. it's like. For 350 quid, you could probably upgrade whatever PC you have at the minute to something 100 times better than anything Sony can fart out right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, for a, for a HD update that might improve some select games, and by the sounds of it so far, it's literally just, it'll run at 4K, and maybe at 60 FPS. Maybe. I thought the normal like, PS4 had 4K. Yeah, it's like, some things are literally just upscaled from 1080p. Like, they're not even bothering to render it at native 4K, it's just been upscaled. Has anyone played anything on 4K actually yet? I think we I played something at EGX on 4K. Does it make such a significant difference? Yeah. I, it so I can't does. remember what we played. It I, does. I've, I think it looks better, but it only looks better if your face is stuck to it. From a distance, if, if, I don't think it seems to make much of a difference. To, to me, from what the limited playtime I got on a 4K, I got on a 4K um, TV at a friend's house, mm. um, it's a great. It's like it's fantastic. It's probably yeah. worth the money. It's probably worth like the investment in a four K TV. So I do want to upgrade do, my it, PC to a four K ready if, one if you use it yeah. a lot. But like, I, I think the, the the problem with PCs as well at the minute is it's still so expensive. Like four K yeah. is still quite well, early you, in development. You, yeah, the thing is at the moment on PC, if you want to run, if you want to get a four K capable machine that will run everything at, at full detail at sixty FPS. Then you get you need like two 1080s or a Titan X Pascal. Oh, well, yeah, I know, you're looking at three, four thousand pounds worth. I know somebody who can get me a Titan for five hundred quid. A couple of them, anyway. Uh, but... Could you give me that guy's number? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, just is able to get hold and that type of stuff. So, yeah. would, would you would you uh, mind would you mind giving me their number? <laughs> no, Joe, it's just right for me. Oh. It's just for me. It's all mine. Oh. I like. I, I I think it, it's interesting what Sony have done. I think the launch was awful. I think the price point is a bit. Uh, what about like, that um, VR coming for Sony? Uh, I did, like shit. It it doesn't look amazing. <laughs> like the the HTC Vive seems to be just miles out of everything. Yeah, else. it seems like, to be dominating everything like, in the market, kind of thing. Yeah, I think Sony's made it look silly because they've covered it in blue lights. It looks like you're a fucking Christmas tree. Well, thing is, PSV PSVR is being very well received. What it is? Yeah. Um. It's been very well. It's been very well seen. I can't say for sales numbers because that's a bit too early. But um, in terms of like the main, the big three VR experiences that consumers can get at the moment, it's the PSVR, VR which is the, which is the cheapest, yeah. the um, Vive, and the Oculus Rift. Oculus is dead. Oculus is wang. Yeah, it's it's yeah. dead. I mean, at the minute, you can. This is just going off Amazon's numbers. You can. Uh, the PlayStation Four Pro is going to cost you three hundred and fifty quid. PlayStation VR is also going to cost you 350 quid. So you're looking at 700 quid if you're going to get straight into it now. And that, that's that's a lot. 
Um, but like it's it's still cheaper than getting a VR capable PC and yeah, and the a Vive. Vive. Yeah, the Vive, the, the, most, the, the Vive is I've, the most expensive VR headset yeah. available. I think the problem I've got with it at the minute is VR's not great. It's getting no. there, and it's miles ahead of where it was like two, three years ago. But it's not. It's, it's still not, not ready. It's, it's not, not worth seven. It's, it's not... basically in the playable stage, but you not, don't expect much from yeah, it, kind like, of. Because every, every title I've seen so far, it's basically just been very, very short. Let's say about thirty-minute-long games, and it's just been simple: pick this up, do that, put yeah. that here, teleport around a bit, kind of thing. And it's just been like the ones that I've been like, oh, that's the coolest ones are mainly ones that you go, you put on in like certain scenarios, like. They're probably the best ones I could imagine it for. Like, yeah. Just ones the, what the first, look like. The first truly triple um, A experience that's coming to VR, I think, is Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Probably. But, but even even still, came. I don't think that. Yeah, but looks ba- Batman VR, Batman Arkham, Arkham VR is not the experience. No, it's just, it's like just, little... it's just two hours that you. Get. It's just a two-hour game that you get to walk around as Batman. Yeah. I, I think one of the one of the, yeah one of the biggest problems with VR at the minute as well is that people don't they they like the concept and the idea is great but you sit down and after half an hour you feel like you're gonna throw up. It's so it's they, gimmick. They it's can't gimmicky. be yeah they can't be long because we're just not as human beings we don't seem to be designed for it we can't deal with it very well. Some people can some people can sit it in for it nine ten hours in a go but a lot of people struggle with it. I still find um, I still find it funny. You remember in EGX I think it was EGX twenty thirteen there mm. was the guy strapped into like. A, a treadmill. Oh god, he looked like he was going to have a heart attack. He, he was strapped into a treadmill. He had a VR headset on. He was playing Team Fortress Two in oh, VR. He looked like he was going to have a fucking heart attack. Poor bloke. Like, and I, I think that's <laughs> he starts wanting to whip him. Yeah, I think <laughs> VR is brilliantly suited to games where you don't move, like like train simulator, like train simulator, like flight simulators, like Nerd Cube played a pool game, like that kind of stuff. It works really well for. You, you know what game? game. You know, yeah, you know what but game. I'm sure there is. But you know like... what game would be perfect then for VR? Mm. The next Five, five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, oh that yeah, would actually no, be really cool will. to play though. Even though how much I hate no, Five Nights at Freddy's. No, no, it, no, it, it wouldn't. W- you could you imagine how shit scared you would actually genuinely be? Yeah, no. it would. It would work really well. Like, I those... do like game. I don't like Five Nights at Freddy's because it is just cheap ass jump scares and the the backstory between the halls has just gone into a massive furry fuck fest kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh, look, there, there's there's whatever his name is. I hope he has a big cock. Where fuck me with. <laughs> So the community what? for it. What? <laughs> Have you ever seen the community? Yeah, no. The Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. There's like, do not go on the forums or anything or like, anything yeah. to do not because you will just see. I I, I just think it's amazing how the company that makes those farts one out every couple of weeks and people still buy it. Yeah, like, it's insane. Yeah, no. I remember the first one was generally well. got some good jumps out of it. It did scare some people. Yeah. It was so I couldn't understand that something like that in VR would be good. Yeah, it would and, be like a... this is this is why I, I don't like PlayStation VR. I think you much if you're going to invest in it and you're really serious about it, get it on PC because there's yeah. so much more. Like with Sony, you're very much limited to titles that Sony approve. But it's, it's a bit it's, like it's, uh, on PC, it is the barrier to entry. It's over twice the price. Yeah, at minimum. But give it five years, and it will probably be a different story. I, don't, yes. I think it's too early to be getting into it now. The um, problem is, if you buy one now, what's your bets on them releasing, like, I guess, a HGV Vive 2.0 and not doing software updates for the HGV Vive they've already yeah. got out? Like, or, right? or, yeah, or what happens if Microsoft Scorpio is yeah. their own VR thing, and it's a billion times better than everything currently on the market, and it's ridiculously cheap? Yeah. So I mean, Microsoft a... have been that suicidal recently. They might actually do that. Like, 
obviously they've sold the Xbox One at a loss for God knows how long. Um, and it's worked. Their sales figures have gone up and they're actually making money off it now, but you have to sell it at a loss. Because no one likes that. It was one. We well, do. I mean, oh, yeah, I, have I you like got it. one? Yeah. yeah. I, I've but, one. but if you have the option to, if someone has offered you straight in a plate for free, Xbox One or PS4? I would have probably taken Xbox One just because I prefer really? the controller. Yeah, I don't like the PlayStation controllers. I never have. Yeah, no, I never well, see, have. See, I thought the exact same thing, and then I picked up Bloodborne and played on the PS4 controller, yeah. and it was fine. I loved it. I mean, it. obviously at EGX we played a lot of stuff on the PS4 controller, and it's not as bad as I expected it to be. I prefer it to the PS3 controller a lot. Yeah, but absolutely. I you think can't the problem I've home. got is everything I want on the PS4 I can get on the Xbox One. Yeah, I don't see the need to kind of go, oh, you know what, fuck the Xbox One, I'll trade that in and get PS4. I haven't felt the need. Like, I still enjoy playing Halo every so often. I'd lose that. Yeah. And obviously all the backwards compatibility. I've still got a lot of old 360 games. Like, we've just reinstalled Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. I've been playing a lot of Red Dead recently. I haven't played it that much since we've moved here. Speaking of Red Dead, the prices on the market for that have shut up. Oh, I know. I walked um, into CEX and it was 15 quid a copy. I've got mine. Yeah. I've actually got mine here for PS3 and it has a £3.50 sticker on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, with, with, uh, with Microsoft doing their whole backwards compatibility stuff, like, suddenly all your old games are actually worth something. And I yeah. really like that. I think that's really good. Like, Red Dead is now worth money again because you can just put it in your Xbox One and voila. And new games. And it runs at 60 if I remember rightly. It? It's quite it? pretty, actually. Or it, it's it's somewhere between 30 and 60. I don't think it's quite 60, but it's up there somewhere. It's very smooth. What the new game? Very smooth. Oh, very smooth. Oh, it's very smooth. And we'll get onto that. Uh, I think. Why not now? Can we segue on to... Let's talk about it now. Can we segue on to that now? Let's just go straight ahead. Yeah, let, let's segue on to Game of the Year 2017. I've had so um, much oh, no, oh, no, Halo Wars 2. Halo Wars 2. Actually, no, no, if, it's, if it's anything like GTA, it's Game of the Year 2017, 2018, and 2019. 2019. <laughs> right, okay. What? what, what the amount that of fangirling I've had this past week is ridiculous. Yeah. Not by me, by him. By me. <laughs> like, I, I was at university when Red Dead 2 announced. It's like, where were you when 9-11 happened? Where were you um, when Red Dead 2 was announced? And I text went... you like, oh my god, it's happened! And I was like, I can't celebrate, I've got work to do. Where were uh, you when they changed the Twitter icon? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that was incredible when that happened and everybody's like, oh my god, it's Red Dead 2. And then loads of people were like, no, don't get excited. It's just Rockstar being knobheads. It'll be some DLC for GTA 5. And then they put the sunset thing up and it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's Red Dead. Then you're like, no, it's just gonna be a remastered version. Yeah, of the I, one, like, and it's just like, yeah, but that's the thing is we expect that shit with this day and age again, yeah, and that's the same like, thing that Rockstar does. But because I enjoyed Red Dead Redemption so much, I wouldn't have minded a remastered version. Yeah, I, to, I would have been be alright. Like that. if they hit it, wouldn't mind just coming out on PC, which would be nice. If, <laughs> if that would be, like, I would probably have had the same reaction, PC version. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I think I would have been like, "Oh my god, yes, yes, yes!" Like oh, that's amazing. If underneath it said available on Xbox One, P- uh, PS4, and PC, uh, PC, then I would have been like, I, I, think... I would have done a couple of backflips and shit. But <laughs> when I saw it, I was still like, "Oh yeah, that's awesome!" Like Red Dead, yeah, because I remember playing it all the time when I was in high school. But now I'm just like, I'm not going to be able to play it anyway if it doesn't come out on PC. No. I don't have any modern I'm... consoles. Like, no. I... you just your pants when you found it. Oh, I know. 
Um, but I, f- I think that the reason they do it is because this is Rockstar and, and Sony and Microsoft getting in bed together and, and Rockstar saying, look, I'll, I'll bring them all in. Don't you worry about your sales figures. We'll sort your sales figures out. Um, and that's what it was with the 360 and the PS3, and that's what it is again. And it's just a way to encourage people onto consoles, um, which is good and bad. But We're still going to work. It probably will. Um, not for Ryan. Ryan's going to get system. Not, not for Ryan. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking emulate it. Um, oh, that is a there's a new thing, isn't it? Because of the PlayStation streaming or whatever the fuck is coming along, there's a very high chance that you're going to be able to play Red Dead now on PC. Yeah, like yes, one. Yes, there is. Um, and obviously, it'll be interesting to see whether Microsoft do launch this games games anywhere. Is that is that what they're calling it? No, it will fucking work. It'll be broken. Yeah, because <laughs> what it is with Gears is like if you buy it on Xbox One, because you buy it on your Xbox account. It's therefore on your Xbox PC account because it's the same thing now. That's, yes. that's so you all use Xbox on a laptop. Yeah, and I, I think that's nice and that's interesting. So you I mean, actually it's have to own the console though, still to get it. Yeah. Well, well, no, well no, you, you can buy it. Or can you can buy it on the actual store? On the Windows Store. And regardless oh. of which platform you buy it on, you so get it's it on basically both. like the Steam version for Windows 10 built-in kind of thing. Basically, yeah. but shit. Uh, and, and yeah, and what it sounds like is Microsoft have basically accepted that. Look, one day consoles are going to fucking pack in, and that'll be it. So instead of doing what Sony's doing and piling everything into one basket and hoping for the best, Microsoft are kind of going, "Well, we've got this backup in case it all goes to shit." Which yeah, is true. which is interesting. I know that's an interesting business plan, but obviously Rockstar are like, nah. <laughs> You know, we've got enough money as it is. Well, it it's, really it's, it's Rockstar. You can do whatever, you can, they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And I, I think that's no, what worries done. me. Like, mm. I'm, I'm really excited about Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, the first one was amazing. But the thing I loved about the first one was the single player. And the multiplayer yes. was great, yeah. but the single player was the thing. That was what I played it for. That's what I still play it for. I don't really play the multiplayer anymore. I, I did a bit. It is still fun, but it's the single player. I had, I had fun with Red Dead multiplayer. Yeah, I wasn't in. I like. I love, but the reason I bought the game, the reason I love the game, was John Marston. Yeah, the way it's written, the way it's all put together, it's the first and I think only game I've ever actually physically cried at the ending of. Like Jesus Christ, that thing's fucking depressing. Like, and I thought that was brilliant. Aww. I think that was brilliant. Like, the, the it's still to this day. Like, if I think of my favorite game, that always comes back. Because I've I've never had that much fun playing for a game before. Like that is the the pinnacle. And so the thing I'm worried about is that GTA five is so focused towards multiplayer, is that gonna be what Red Dead Two is? Is it just I gonna be the Red, Red Dead, Dead Online? I, I, I know it, it wasn't a big part of it, but mm. I really, I loved with a passion. Not, not like all the free room, but I wasn't really too. I loved the death matches and the fact you they start off in really a um, uh, in a Mexican sh- showdown when you start with everybody and well, you have gum- to try yeah. and shoot each other. Yeah, right. Red, like like siege in Red Dead Two. We had to, that we, was fun. Yeah, we were just yeah. hiding in the castles and like, oh, how long? Oh, how like, come, like a survival comes. kind. Yeah, of I remember. Thing. Do you remember yeah. when we used to do? I think it was with you guys when we used to do free roam on it. But we used to, all for four of us we used to arc up in a castle, and when people just ride past, we shoot at them, try and yeah. piss them off, and then we yeah. sit along. Well, and that was brilliant. Yeah, it was because you had the cannon. Yeah, the cannon yeah. was brilliant. <laughs> and and what worries me is, are they going to make? GTA 5 multiplayer for Red Dead so it's like oh you'll have to spend all this money to get this that and the other and, uh, yeah, and it's like thought... if they do that it'll be shit and if they, they mm. if they do what they've obviously done with GTA 5 and gone you know single player no one wants single player 
and they've just been that. Like all the amazing things that they had lined up for GTA Five single player, just gone. Like none of that's happened. So what I'm worried about is Red Dead going to go the same way. They'll make a eh, all right base single player and then never do anything with it. Yeah. Um, and if so, I would have just preferred a, a redone version of Red Dead One, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the original, not Red Dead Revolver, as someone oh, corrected me about oh, the other day. Oh God! Yeah, like they probably rightly corrected you because oh yeah. God, because it's technically see... this is actually the third game, but no, it's but got a number happened? two on it, so you can all fuck off. No, but have, you, have you seen Red Dead Revolver? Oh no! Oh my God! <laughs> it's so old. Um, oh bad. But like, yeah, no, Red Dead Redemption is still to this day my favourite game, and if they cock this up, I'm going to be majorly depressed for many years. Um, so, we'll see what happens with it. Do you but, think they'll be, like, be able to like, fuck it up, though? Because I, I don't think, think they think will. Because I think they fuck GTA V's multiplayer so fucking hard. Like I don't, yeah, I, I don't think it's it's going to be hard for them to, to break, unfortunately. Um, but I just hope, like... I, I from the trailer, the trailer doesn't obviously give away very much. It is a very it's a very rock star early development trailer where it's like, oh here's thirty seconds of nice landscapes. Which is fine. And I think the voice acting at the very end, you've only got that little snippet. And I I really like the way it sounds. And from the poster thing that they've got on Facebook or whatever, the five is it five or six dudes? Um are we gonna see multiple storylines like we did in, uh, in GTA five? Is that gonna be a thing? Um Yeah, is it seven characters this time? Yeah, and I I don't have anything against that. I actually quite like that in in GTA Five being able to swap between them. I thought that was quite a nice little. Uh, well, see, the thing is, as long, as long as it's a, as long as it's a good story and it's written well, like and as long as it's on Red Dead's level, then yeah. I haven't um, even completed any of the GTA, the, the new Bob, the new GTA's single player. It's not bad actually. I I think it's quite good. I, Every time I, I've got funny. around to it, it yeah. does funny quite well. Every time I've got around to getting like halfway through to it, like like I don't know, maybe yeah, about fifty percent through to it, I've used reformatted my hard drive, and the because I haven't put it on Steam, it doesn't have any sort of cloud saving or anything like that. So yeah, actually, right. last month they've just introduced cloud saving into the game for <laughs> if you haven't bought it on Steam. Uh, guys, I've just thought of this. Hmm. Online is cloud gaming. <laughs> oh Jesus! What oh. the on live? It was on live, wasn't it? Oh. Oh. Well, uh, that just went massively bust, didn't it? Because it, it, it was, it was terrible. It was, it was fa- a good it idea. Yeah, it was a good idea. It just didn't it work. Put it was uh, monstrously yeah. failed because online streaming isn't that good. Like, well, that's essentially what the it, like, PS4 it's getting there now. Yeah, it's getting there now because internet's increasing and people are getting better internet. But it's still not, especially in this country anyway. Like, I'm sure it's mm. different in America and other places, but in this country, the internet's still awful in a lot of places. Like, I mean. We're quite lucky in our student accommodation. We get pretty decent internet. What's your um, idea of pretty de- decent now? I don't know. Is it twenty meg per second download? I don't know. No, it's more than that. Is it more than that? Oh, it's pretty good. Like I can stream full HD, all right. But oh, obviously, know. we're we're quite lucky where we are with that we get decent internet. But there are some like my internet at home is the worst thing. In the <laughs> that's world. Not even and that, that's just that's just standard um, internet from a certain satellite tv provider that's fucking horrendous and and that's that's considered standard and that's considered all you need and it's like it's not anymore it was in 1992 but it isn't anymore i remember like first all the way through high school and all the way through college until last year i was at 300 kilobytes a second download speed Mm. and now i'm at 67 megabytes just from changing provider yeah 
So it, it and it's like Sony, Sony saying that the reason the the PlayStation Four Pro won't support four uh, K Blu rays is because people stream. They stream more than they watch Blu rays, and it's like that's fine, Sony. Streaming four K isn't easy. Like you've got to have really good fucking internet yeah. to stream four K. So I, they're going to sell just it about around the on. world, saying, "Oh, you don't need you don't need a four K Blu ray player because you just stream it." Oh, but Sony, I only get five megabyte download speed. Oh, you can't stream it then. It's stupid, really, because it's um rather if you went to any if you worked in any sort of retailer that has anything to do with games, the first thing they would tell you would be like would be some you can't really you have to mention all the things you can't the, the system can't do. Kind of thing. It, yeah, yeah. With, with if you're limited to certain options, and they're, they're saying, "Not, don't worry about anything. It's gonna work." And then when people are gonna buy it, it's not working. Or it use, like, or they've got limited internet, and it uses yeah. it all up in a month, and they have to pay extortionate bills. But I mean, <laughs> that that is a very British problem, and I'm sure in different countries it, it, it's different. But um, our government's corrupt, so we've uh, <laughs> just dropped that in there. I could, I could go off on a really big political stop, tangent. I've been no, watching the Live stop, House of Commons all afternoon. Stop, no, stop, stop. <laughs> um, go on. No. But, uh, yeah, so Red Dead 2 has the opportunity to be absolutely incredible or the worst pile of shit rocks are produced in a long time. I don't um, think it'll be the worst pile of no, shit. It will, it will still be a good game, whatever comes out. Actually, honestly, to be fair, even if it is the worst... Pile of shit Rockstar have ever made. That's, that's still, still a good game. Still yeah. like a nine out of ten. And and it's one of the only games. Uh, again, with Rockstar, like pre-ordering games is not something I do anymore. Like because unfortunately, uh, you get shit like Battlefield Three. But um, you, <laughs> with Rockstar, Marines. it's yeah, and Destiny, and but Rockstar, Marines. Oh, oh, Marines. 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 yeah. Um, what what but, was his name? What was the guy's name? O'Neill. O'Neill, do good. <laughs> for the whole campaign basically O'Neill is like the special person you take through on a learning trip but come on O'Neill O'Neill you're good <laughs> yeah O'Neill come him on the back I, it just amazes me that someone quality control checked that game and went yep nothing wrong with this perfectly <laughs> fine not a problem I got done I'd by play this I'd spend 50 quid on it it got, it got done by UK advertising agencies oh yeah. no I, because it it, it it it's stuff to do with the, the original trailers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. It, it? The original gameplay they showed for all of the actual like advertisement, not a single bit of it was actually in the game, and it wasn't even in the same engine. Brilliant. But, but the problem okay. was the trailer said representative of game footage, which yeah. wasn't, and not even close to. Yay! Yeah, so they colossally cocked that up. Does the studio even exist anymore? Did they the same with, uh, I don't know. The, um, it's the same with uh, Ubisoft. It was Gearbox, but supposedly the studio that they supposedly handed the stuff off to yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Oh, I'm okay. surprised. If, if anyone wants to find anything out about it, you know, like, well, basically like the Clomery and stuff, if anyone just puts in Ubisoft um, downgrades and literally just watch a bunch of the like, clips put together and all the... The games that Ubisoft has downgraded. The, I was watching one today, and it's actually just side by side comparison to what they showed in the trailer compared to yeah. what you actually got in the game, and the difference on every one of them is so immaculate it doesn't even look like the same game sometimes. Oh. So, uh, but they get away with it. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft do it a lot. Well, it, it happened with Watch Dogs, didn't it? On the PC, yeah. they deliberately locked out graphical settings so it, it looked it, more in line with consoles. It happened, like, what the fuck it is happened, that? It happened yeah. with. Um... What was it called? What was it? Uh, Unity. Mm. Oh, like Unity. It will Unity happen with Watch Dogs 2. 
It happened with Rainbow Six Siege. It, the division. Yeah. yeah. It will it will happen with um, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah, and whatever else. What are Ubisoft fighting out at the minute? Because there's not an Assassin's Creed this year. Piranha. Is that? Oh yeah, that's the next one. Piranha. Yeah. What's that? The, the medieval combat game with yeah. knights and Viking. And oh, for honor! I thought you said piranha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, was no, like really honor. confused because like oh, I, I know they added a couple of stuff because I, I play Rainbow Six Siege all the time. They usually are very like advertising with the, with like if anything's coming out, they usually add skins and stuff into the game for it kind of thing. And the the really piranha one. So if Joe was saying piranha, <laughs> I was like, they're making a piranha. <laughs> No, they're they're not making a game of the classic 1980s horror franchise. <laughs> Piranha Double D. Oh God, <laughs> we, we don't need to mention that. Oh God, that was so terrible. Yeah, right. Uh, the only other new big release that's been recently announced is the Skyrim Special Edition. Does anyone honestly? Uh, is this just the remake thing? Yeah, it's just. Does anyone give a shit about it? Honestly, because yeah. I honestly couldn't give a shit. There's all I, I, I could do right now. Go, oh what Skyrim special edition graphics upgrade? Oh, yeah, I've already got it. It's, uh, yeah, it's called the on, workshop. This is the thing. It's basically the PC version on console. Yeah. It adds mod support. Yeah. And do they so get the that, mods on the titties though? Yeah, that's <laughs> probably not. A few there's problems. more titties in it. Yeah, you can. The, there's mods for anything on the internet, unfortunately. <laughs> I know that, um, but like. But yeah, that, but that's like, mods, a few mods have to be vetted by Microsoft and Sony. Yeah, so okay. it won't yeah, be the, the, it won't be is... the moment. I'll, I'll go into the workshop now. I'll literally, yeah. I'll literally just I got it installed, so I'll be able to know. Because <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to that... install it because it's ridiculous over the top. Where yeah. Monty more titties, is that what yeah. you want to find? This is the name of the mod. Huge, ginormous, physex titties. Physics. I've got it here. Huge dynamic titties uh, with extreme physics. There we are. That's What's the best, extreme the best... physics even mean on titties? They, they literally imagine, okay, get a water balloon and have uh-huh. that as a breast, and literally as they walk, it ripples and moves and everything. <laughs> so if you walk downstairs, she'd literally knock herself out. Literally, yeah, okay, and right. they're, they're completely that stupidly take the piss over the size ones and like. Well, in in like the the thing that's causing problems with the mods on the consoles is apart from giant wiggly titties. Yeah, Sony are allowing you one gigabyte of downloads for mods, and mm-hmm. it can only use items that already exist in the game. So giant titties. They don't, so you can't do that. Sorry, they'll, Ryan, they'll make them out. They'll make them out of melons. Yeah. <laughs> Where it, where there's it, a melee entity in the game that would make it work. There's, there's, yeah. only one, there's only one mod for Skyrim that you need, and it's um, all the dragons turned into Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. No, no, that <laughs> is tank shit. Engine, Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas yeah. the Tank Every time you'd be walking around, oh, what's that? There's a, there's a train circling a mountain. <laughs> yeah. And in the distance, um, echoes across the land. <laughs> yeah, and and on the Xbox One, you've got five gigabytes of storage, and you can use external assets. So you'll have Thomas the Tank Engine flying around on Xbox One, but Sony are like, nah, you can't have fun. It'll make a peaceful backdrop as the sun sets. <laughs> yes, Thomas the Tank Engine as, as, as you murder a dragon. Yeah, yeah like it, 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 it's a shame that that Sony have decided, like, no, we don't want you to have fun. Like this is for the players, but it's kind of not. <laughs> It's for it, the players that pay us lots of money. Yeah, and and the last thing I was going to say about that is, would you buy it? No, no, no I wouldn't. Well, technically, got, if you like, if you technically if you own all the DLCs on P, or if you own all the DC on PS uh, 
DLC the on DLC PC. on PC, Joe, is where you're going with The that. DLC on PC, anyway, you, or, you will automatically upgrade to and, it. And by the sounds of it, I don't think it's got all the DLC in it. It does. Um, has it got all of it? Because on it their does, website, yeah. they've just listed um, Dragonborn Dawn... Dragonborn Dawn Garden Halffire. Is that's that all, all of it? That, that is that all of it? Yeah. That I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I played it once and never played it again. I just clicked on the actual thingy, the, the workshop, oh, and I clicked on popular. popular yeah. This one is... Uh, this is popular this week. Adds in a porn star into the game. Uh, you can marry them. You can <laughs> you can have them as a companion, and you can take um, off all their clothes. Just go play Sims. It's the same thing. I, I like how they released people a, think like a very they're... dirty sex mod for the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> it it just amazes me that people are like, "Oh, Skyrim is the best thing that's ever happened to gaming." It's like it really isn't. It, it's not. It's, it's, not. Just, it's, it's, it's just it was really okay easy to mod. Like. <laughs> Um, it, was the, it was the best thing that ever happened to the Steam Workshop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it really kicked the Steam Workshop into gear. Like, it was brilliant for that. And yeah, I think when, it, when, when Skyrim first came out, that was massively hyped. But it wasn't, it wasn't anywhere near what like, I, I, sure I think this proves that it, it's the game that will never die. Yeah. And there's a lot there, but I just no, remember I getting to the end. No, I think it will die in a way, because to be fair, how many people do you see on your friends list just pop up saying that playing Skyrim. Yeah. Like, Quite I, a few, surprisingly. Do, or, they don't yeah. have that many yeah, but who actually goes through and plays the story anymore? Like, once, no. you've, once you've been through that once, you do some weird shit. You don't follow the main quest, because the main quest no. is fucking boring. Like, I still remember getting to the end, getting halfway up that fucking mountain, my save crashing and corrupting, and I just lost all of it. I was like, you know what, fuck this shitty game, and I just sold it. Like, <laughs> there, were, there were so many little things that just pissed me off. Like, the the like I know on the PC it's better because you can improve all this shit, thank God. But like the combat, and it it felt like you were hitting people with a, a plastic sword, and it's like yeah, I it it just pissed me off after a while. The fact Com- they kept glitching combat out, is super, like, combat is super floaty. Yeah, like floating animals in in the environment. You'd walk around with a fucking elephant floating <laughs> through the air. It's, like, it's not even a mod. It I just changed it. when I played mine. I changed all the whole combat to basically if you get hit once with a sword, you are dead. Nearly enough. And usually, when you hit somebody, you usually goes into the cutscene, like execution thing. Yeah, that's it. That's, it's pretty. It's pretty. The funny combat though. was awful. It's pretty yeah. funny though when you go to, go towards a giant, they just slap the ground. Yeah, and you and <laughs> fly up, go off, off, into spa- off into space. You go. Wee. One thing I the, hated the about the first time I ever got it, I had no idea what I was doing, so I ran over at the beginning and killed a chicken, and I was arrested and killed, and I was yeah. like. That's amazing. This game's really mean. <laughs> One of the things that I remember I hated about it is the fact that bow and arrow is almost rendered useless in it because yeah. if you unless you get a sneak attack, then it does a lot of damage. But if you don't get that sneak attack, well, because you only get one usually, and then everyone's noticed on you and all that shit. You can, you can literally turn somebody into like a voodoo doll kind of thing with that many arrows into them. Like, and they just like, I don't give a shit. This <laughs> not yeah. gonna render my movement. And they go, oh, well, what type of armor has he got on? I would be like, fair do if he's got like. A giant chest plate because arrows in real life wouldn't probably penetrate; it would just no. ricochet off. But he's got he's got this little fucking hide arm on, and he's he, most his body is exposed because he looks like he's just came out of transvestite like fucking drag queen race, and he's like, I'm gonna take everyone out. <laughs> Where are you going? Well, no, they, they don't they don't go. Oh, I'm gonna have this hide arm. And I'm gonna make it cover my whole body so I actually have protection. They're gonna. I'm just gonna throw it on myself. I'm gonna expose my biceps and all this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna cover my nipples and I'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it... Got to show all them women big titties that you tell them. Yeah. <laughs> it, it generally was a good game, but the more you play it, the more you hate it. I think 
Like, the longer you sit with it, you start to notice all the little things that are just silly and don't make sense, or it glitches remember... out, and you just mod the shit out of it until you make it something you actually want to play. Yeah. That's never really a good sign for a video game, is it? I remember before they actually announced that it was Skyrim remake coming out, and there was rumours of them doing something about a Skyrim game, and everyone was like, oh, a Skyrim 2, and I thought, that would be pretty, be <laughs> Sky- pretty cool. Skyrim like, 2. Like another, Elder, like another Elder Scrolls kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that would be a better step forward than a, just a remake of the Elder Scrolls, like yeah. Skyrim. Because it's not it, that it, good it, anymore, and it's, no. nothing's going to change. You, and everything that's in that, you can just do on the PC for free. Yeah. Um, and it's because Bethesda are too busy milking off Fallout 4 at the minute, aren't they? So they don't yeah. really give a shit about anything else. God damn it, Todd Howard. Make something but, new. Is, uh, is there anything else anyone wanted to talk about before we wrap up? Uh, I played the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo. Oh, yes. But I, I mean, I haven't heard much about it. I'm going to keep this quick, um, really quick because there wasn't really much to it. Uh, okay. It, it, was, it, wasn't it, was, it wasn't that good. Uh, ah. I was very disappointed. Graphics and everything was really nice, and they've kind of upped the, guess, the 3D models to make them of humans to look more realistic and not as super duper like cartoony and not looking like a human, like little stubby dwarfs. But um, <laughs> the soundtrack was absolutely horrible. <sighs> the, some of the models, actual designs, so like of clothing choices, are absolutely horrible. The game looks visually nice. Some of the Pokemon look nice, but everything else is kind of. I wasn't very like. Oh. <laughs> What's the storyline behind this one? I I'm not. They haven't really announced it. All I know is um, the. Do you know how they have the Team Rocket kind of thing? And this yeah. one is called Team Skull. And they, when they come up to you, some sort of rap music plays. And it's oh, really Jesus. distorted and electronic. And it's like... And they actually walk towards you. They're like... Um, you know how gangsters kind of like do that, like the the like oh like the swab, the, the swab like, and the dabs and all that, and yeah. they like they walk oh, and they've got the God. trousers dead far down. They walk like that, but as they walk up to you, that music plays, and the only thing I noticed what I was out of any sort of like I was like how they why is this in the game? Is that the main the team skulls like one of the bosses is wearing a g-string? And it's a woman. Uh, like, so that, it's, that's new, it. it's some old creepy bloke in Nintendo going, Oh, this is what the kids like. Oh, and uh, Professor uh, Oak is Professor Oak has a cousin and he's black. <laughs> and he just look, he essentially looks exactly the same as Professor Oak, no difference whatsoever, but he's still black. Back. Still banging you still <laughs> banging they, you on while yeah, they, you they, go on your they, adventure. Uh, they need to get that um, racial diversity. It, racial in there. diversity in there. No, like I think I, I will go back to Pokemon. Uh-huh. When there is hard mode, when there is proper hard mode, I'm hoping the, they from the start. I'm hoping they introduce hard mode into this one because, if anything, Joe, it looks like they've kind of dumbed this down a little bit more for like the combat system, in uh, yeah. in the way of such yeah. as um, okay, let's say you see a Pokemon, you you come across it and you don't catch, you just know, you know where it is. Like it goes, oh, you have seen this Pokemon, your Pokedex, and then you go <laughs> against a battle and someone sends out that Pokemon. And you've got the you know your move set, basically your fire attacks, your water attack, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It tells you if that now if that is actually going to work, so you don't have to actually. It used to be good though because your general it would come into general knowledge, and some people just if you've played the game longer than other people, you have more better knowledge. So it's kind of, I guess the hardcore fans won't like it, but then the, the new younger generation Children. will. Yeah, they'll probably like it a bit more. Just one of those, it's just one of those things, because I, I recently, like a few months ago, I went back through Alpha Sapphire, 
Yeah. Mm. And I was pissed. It was the easiest thing I've ever yeah, played. Yeah, it is so easy. And like, I can't. I need some. Like, after playing games like Fire Emblem, which yeah, I yeah. Rec- which I recently, I've been doing between, my bits of between bits of essays and work. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Fire Emblem is godlike. It's yeah, re- it's the it's the reason you should own a 3ds. Yeah. Well, the only thing I like, the only thing I've noticed what gave me a bit of fun in the Pokemon games recently was I got Pokemon Bank, so where you can like transfer and keep some Pokemon so you can start a new game. Because you know our Pokemon's got the whole bollocks thing where you can only have one save. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you can basically transfer all your Pokemon over and then delete the save and start again. Oh, and they've yeah. got this thing where it's called a Wonder Trade, and I'm guessing you know what that is, don't you, Joe? Mm-hmm. Where you depart, you basically, you click on the Wonder Trade and you deposit any Pokemon you trust, so it can be a really shit one, a really good one. And Absolutely. It's, well, that's, that's one of the cool things about it, because it means you can... Like yeah. from your Pokemon Red save, which you played all the way back on the original Game Boy, you yeah, can you have can that now in Sun and Moon. But um, oh, wow. what I was doing on X and Y was this one trade thing. So I started the brand a game brand new. Uh, start, or as soon as I start, get to the patch of grass where you're allowed to catch Pokemon. I catch six Pokemon, then put them into the Wonder Trade, which is basically it searches somebody who else has clicked on Wonder Trade at the same time. Your Pokemon sends off, and their Pokemon sends off, and you have no clue where it could be. You both receive it, so oh, okay. it could be shit or really good. And then I, yeah. bre- I send it over to my other game, breed it so it's level one, and then I send it back until I've got a full team. And I basically, if I go, if one of them goes unconscious, I delete it, and then I can't, I can't catch anything else. And I've got to basically try and complete the game with just the six ones I get randomly from the Wonder Trade. So it does actually make it. So that's difficult. the only, th- but that's yeah, that's the only thing what I can do, kind of thing, to what makes the game mm. challenging because else it's just like, okay got one Pokemon that's just not even bother because they, they had the um, they had the XP share in the old ones which is basically yeah. you give it to someone your Pokemon in your party and then it gives it XP over time was shared with your main one and the new ones they updated it so it gives XP to everyone your Pokemon your party so you don't need to do that and it just basically by the end of the game you get one Pokemon that's really strong and the rest of them are really strong as well but yeah. they haven't even done anything just because yeah. the ones killed everything in its way so they've just tried to streamline the whole thing, haven't they? Yeah, it, it's but too that's easy. But made it easier. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm really hoping they do bring back hard mode because they have had a hard mode before and it yeah. was made it more playable. So, I mean, it it would be nice to see um, people getting excited properly for a Pokemon game again. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It's just that it seems from what I see because obviously I don't play them anymore. But from what I've seen about, they just all seem the same now. Yeah. Like they just come up with some weird new ideas for the Pokemon themselves, but the rest yeah. of it's just the same thing. Well, the the main ones now will get more hype than anything for the remakes because people are like, oh yeah, the good old fashioned ones we used to know and love, and it's kind of remade into like HD graphics, and yeah, and then they announce a new one, everyone's just like, I don't really care because they show like, oh, he is new Pokemon Fairy Wonder or something. It's just like a little flower fairy or something. It literally looks like a. a a flower with a face. Yeah, it's almost like their imagination's dying. Yeah, it's like it's really just dulled down now, and there's no really design to them. Yeah, but is I can make any, that. Like old Pokemon in this game, or is it all a new lot again? Yeah, they have. They've basically. Do you know? Uh, they've got most of the original 150, and they've adapted them so they look different completely, but not different. So, e.g. Do you know Ninetales and Vulpix and all them ones? Yeah, yeah. They've made them ice Pokemon now because they live in the mountains in the Alola region instead of 
a fire mountain and they've right. they've gone they, but they look really they don't look bad the design of them now is pure white and they look really nice but they look exactly the same as the old-fashioned vulpix mm. and stuff like that so they've but, basically taken the old pokemon because they're yeah. complaining that all the new ones are crap but yeah, change and, them slightly, change them because, slightly. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. but some of but the mm. the thing is they haven't done the designs terrible they've got done an odd one or two where you like that and they've kind of ruined it but they've done yeah. an odd one or two where they've found oh that was really cool like i would like to use that one yeah so, but then because well, the, the, i've seen all the new ones and they look just horrible so yeah. there's been one or two which has been like oh that's cool and that's that's been it. Yeah, so they've basically just taken the old Pokemon, like, oh, you like them? There's yeah, we're gonna work yeah. off what what we've done right, kind of thing, and, until it goes wrong again. Yeah, yeah. that's essentially how the game works yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So, do you think it's gonna be worth it in the end or not? I think. How much is it good. retailing for? I don't know. I should know actually because I've pre-ordered it. <laughs> I, think I think it's about thirty-five pounds. If you get it off Amazon, but if you're into like any sort. Of Retail shop, it's going to be like forty, yeah, forty and a forty. Which is a lot. I always remember yeah, the S game, yeah. like twenty quid at the very highest. I nah. I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know if it's going to be worth the money. It they have done a whole new engine rehaul for it though, so that's any. It is going to be a lot more visually, yeah, and nicer looking. So um, I have to say, it, when's it due out? I think it's next month, uh, like Ooh, early yeah, next month. Long. Yeah. I think it's the 14th, I think. Oh. Then I'll give it a play, because it'll probably only take you... A... If it goes off anything, I've completed... Uh, when I got Amiga Ruby and I got X and Y, I completed each one of them in a day. So, like... It won't take I long to get through. No, these don't... But that's because I, I don't... When I get a new game, I kind of just want to plow through it, and then I delete, transfer them over, and then redo it again, but take my time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I reckon this will take me about a day to. The only thing what I've saw, which is they've done, what's different, is they've added. Do you know the good old fashioned Pokemon Snap, where it was like you go around taking pictures of Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've kind of done that now as well. So there's like certain points where you can pull out your camera and just like take pictures of shit. But that's that's about it. It's like, mm. And when they did actually include some of that in the the demo, and it, it, it was shit. <laughs> Basically, it was shit. There's no, there's nothing to it. So I don't so know. We'll see. Right. The main Is thing it... what annoyed me. Oh, oh. yeah, go on. Uh, the main thing what annoyed me was the music out of everything because yeah. the one thing what Pokemon used to do right was music. And now is, it, is, it, is it dubstep? Is it dubstep eyes? It is. It's, it's dub, completely dubstep eyes. It's completely electronica and it's rap all at the same time. And it's but it's really distorted all together, oh. which doesn't. <sighs> <work>. <laughs> No, that, that's a shame because I, I used to love the old Pokemon. Music. Yeah, well, no, there's. Do you remember how they used to basically have been the newish ones? They basically had the original song, but kind of redone in different ways. So you could, yeah, you basically it would still go through and you heal bit bits and bobs of the the very original, just like cue come in. If even if it's like a couple of seconds, like a couple of notes, what you remember, and you'd and recognize all, it. Yeah, yeah, they've always kept that in almost in every single game. This one, it looks like they've just got rid of them all. I haven't seen any. Uh, when I played for the whole demo, there was not a single note I recognised at all. That's quite sad, actually. It's almost yeah. as if they're killing them off, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we'll on that sour note. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, unless there's anything else anyone wants to mention. Titanfall 2's out. Uh, oh, no one cares! <laughs> <laughs>
I, it, I, when I will... saw that, I was like, oh, that was cool, and then no, no one's going to get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it will be, it'll do exactly what the last game did, where it'll be, people will play the hell out of it for a couple of months, and it'll die. Because it, it, it's a fun little change, and then the next Call of Duty will come out, and it's dead. The thing Wait until take... the Origin gives it out. But the, basically, the thing yeah. to take out of this, of this podcast is that video games die. Yeah. Slow, painful deaths. <laughs> Don't pre-order shit. Yeah, the general gist of it is Battlefield 1's not actually as shit as anyone expected it to be. Nintendo have made some weird fucking iPad. PlayStation are doing... Oh, fuck knows what Sony are doing. Oh, I have uh, one more please... thing. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I, have... I played Mafia 3. Oh, I've got Mafia 3 oh, now. I'm about God. 10 Why hours into it. Why did you do it. that? I didn't buy it. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I obtained it. Legally. Right. I just didn't obtain it. It was shite. Right. It's not as bad as I, as I thought, but it is the same old shit. As I said, it was it was in the previous podcast where it was kind of you go different districts but do the same yeah, thing. The only right. thing they've done right, which they've kept right, is the collectibles. They know how to do it right. Which you, 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 your Playboy collectibles. Yeah, you collect porn. So, oh my God. Ryan, yeah. you have, you have, Ryan, you have a problem. No, Ryan. I'm just saying if you know how to get an audience of what the audience is. Okay, mafia game. You know how to get put, put towards a male audience. How do you make a collectible what they're going to bother about instead of just this random pile of notes in the corner of a room which is completely irrelevant? Let's put porn. Yeah, fuck it, that works. <laughs> and on that sexy note, I think we'll call it a close. So, uh... No. No. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm just, no, just going to run away. I'm going to blast off into space. I'm going to steal you, Joe. Oh, I'm going to steal you. Right. <laughs> I'm going to steal right, you, you away. You don't know where I live. Joe, have you ever been sold into the sex trade before? <laughs> we don't want to, we don't need to get into that story. Well, it's the first time for everything. <laughs> I, I, right. This suddenly got away. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time to end, and I'm about to be sued by the BBC. Right. Um, <laughs> so that, that's it. Please for don't kill us. Two of the Presumptive Diversion podcast. I've been your host, Alistair, and I've been joined today by Kate. Hi. Ryan. Bonjour. <laughs> and Joe. Till next time. So uh, we're hoping that episode three will be up in the next few weeks, probably at some point, if anything interesting happens. Maybe. Um, but until then, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the presumptive diversion. You can follow us on Twitter at the usual Discord, and you can subscribe to this podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Please feed us. Yeah, please feed us. Yeah, we need <laughs> the likes. Give us the likes, please. Or um, the likes for tea. So hopefully next time as well, Josh will be able to join us, but we'll see how things work out. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. We'll, uh, we'll see you all next time. Goodbye and goodbye. Bye. I'll be the same. I'll be the same. I'll be the same. You got it right that time. <laughs> I got it right. <laughs>